Well, listeners, in case you didn't get enough sports today, here's an ad break that'll tell you how to watch even more sports. YouTube is the new home of NFL Sunday Ticket. And if you sign up now, you'll get our lowest full season price of the year. Just go to youtube.com slash presale to get $100 off NFL Sunday Ticket. Watch your favorite team's out-of-market Sunday afternoon games, exclusively on YouTube and YouTube TV. All right, enough about sports. Go get more sports. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends June 6. No refunds. So I've got kind of like a, a big question that, oh, good. like, you know how I come up with questions. <laughs> yeah, you could say that I might, you might, might understand that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm a different cat. Um, chain link fences or wooden fences? That's a silly question, especially because you know me. So you like the, well, I know that, That's... I know you can put together a chain link fence. Yeah. Chain link I don't, what's the basis on this question? Where does this come from? I don't know. Okay. I need a little bit of context. Or is it just a random Ryan? It's it's random me. It's it's more preference. It's chain chain link then all the way. Chain link. It's a good it's call. Not as, to me, it's not even close. I mean, one looks better than the other. It's true. I mean, but it wood, doesn't look better. But it doesn't look better forever. Wood wood is so just elegant though. I feel this is gonna be a great episode. <laughs> Are you? Are you kidding me? That's what? Yeah, every so often it happens that Ryan is right. 100% right. Not even a little <laughs> bit right. Tucker Pullman, two points last game. No kidding. My man. Hey, neither does me running shirtless, but that turned out very well. It so. did. Welcome to the PP1 podcast. To, you know what I just realized? We played what our. What happened? Why you put the old music we in? We played there? the old. I, I just hit the old intro. Wow. Why do we even have that stuff? I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna have to delete that. I think. I mean, we could play the new one again. This is the PP One podcast. In case maybe, maybe some of you just forgot that we have a new, better intro. I don't know. I, that's on me. That's on me. Uh, hey, everybody, welcome to the PP One podcast. As I've said briefly ago, we're part of the Dean Blendell Network. You can find us on Apple podcast you can find us on spotify heck we're live on the dean blendell network right now on our youtube pb1 podcast not the pb1 podcast pb1 podcast we had a little thing happen there so uh also our youtube check it out where you can comment on our facebook and our youtube technology we got rid of myspace i just felt that we were not getting uh the love that we needed there and i just it's a lot of work it's a lot of work, and I mean, you're not going to do it. I'm, 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 I'm a little confused why we still use our regular lines of communication for ICQ. That's bothering me somewhat. So if we're going to drop MySpace, might be time to drop the OO. <sighs> Can we still do Messenger though? Yes, of course. Okay, yeah. sweet. That's awesome. Uh, hey, how you doing? It's been a minute. It's been less than 24 hours. It's I been less like. than 24 hours. We, uh, we, we delayed our show at night so we could go play some hockey out at uh the outdoor box and Mm -hmm. um yeah i'm not gonna lie my butt has some muscles i forgot existed and they are sore my butt has some welts on it (laughs) funny story uh i caused one of those funny story i was pretty sure i had hit the goaltender but you were walking away as i was walking away wincing 
and I hit you pretty much square on the thigh. Folks, Ryan just shot the puck at me. I literally shot the puck. I'm like, you know what? He doesn't show up on time most of these shows, so <laughs> this is the one chance that I'm going to get <laughs> to exact some revenge, and it felt oh so good. I mean, quite frankly, I was surprised. I didn't realize you could shoot that hard. It's been it's been a while since we've seen you play hockey. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. And you, you've, you've, you've improved. You've it might improved be much. dad's strength. I don't know the last time that I took a slap shot. So, A, I'm sorry. And B, hey. I'm impressed. I know. Your, your slappers were significantly better than mine. And, for sure. and mine were more on target as well. Yours, yours were in the, in the rink. Yours, yours went down the street and I'm pretty sure uh, hit Okanagan Lake. That's how far they rolled down the street. Yeah, I hit it true. Yeah. So, yeah, he caused massive delays in the game. But you know what? I'm not going to hold you to that. That's that's how she goes. That's how she goes. Um, I mean, the Canucks have been causing us some delays, obviously, too. Were they going to be in the playoffs? Were they Truth. not going to be in the playoffs? Like, hey, let's win an exciting game in Dallas, and then mm. let's lose two stinkers against the St. Louis Blues. I'm it's the same old thing fan. all year. It's it's ridiculous. I, it. it, it pisses me off but it pisses me off because because we're right on this one you don't want to be right on this but no it's just it's frustrating though because they're still on that brink like we might tease you we might tease you for a couple more games hey maybe we'll beat vegas maybe we'll beat uh who do they got on sunday i think it is vegas if i'm not mistaken like it's it it's just frustrating it is because i'm just I'm now at the point, like, we're playing hockey last night. I'm like, oh, yeah, the game's still on. I guess I should put it on. And they're in it. And then they get within one. And then nothing. So It's Vegas Wednesday and Vegas Sunday, too. So There's going to be some tough games. Yeah. So what was the deal? A couple of games back, you had to win. You had to win. You had to. You can only have afford two losses over your next 13 games, right? Yeah. And they've basically done that. Yeah, so one more loss, and it feels like they're officially out. They're not like mathematically eliminated yet, but I mean, but <laughs> really, really could have used like what three or four more wins in the first quarter of the yeah. season. There would have made all the difference. But like right now, I was thinking about this last night on the drive home from our epic uh, hockey series. Uh, have the Canucks even moved the needle for you in like in the last two weeks? Like I'm not talking. Like they're just they're just not you know what I mean like there's no they? there's no high or low it's just it's almost like if we were cheering for the senators right now like yeah were they they're three three five and two in their last ten or something like that like no it's no it's, and I think that the biggest the move the needle thing is the fact that they've won some exciting games against some you know good teams and yeah. then they've they've lost to shit teams like that's this is not a, it's not a playoff team you can't like you can't do that and then expect to make the playoffs like it's it's we've talked about this before when you beat a team that you're not supposed to beat that's your chance to gain some ground right but then when you lose to a team that you're supposed to not not like now it's a net zero and and when you start this far in the hole after Boudreau takes over yeah you can't you can't just plot along with some net zeros right you got to no. be gaining big ground you gain ground from beating teams you're not supposed to beat yeah, and you certainly don't prove that you're a playoff team by losing badly to teams that you're not supposed to. And you've still got—I mean, the star players are still playing fairly well. Like the star players, like Demko against Dallas, like that toe save. 
all, yeah. all kinds oh, that was ridiculous all yeah. kinds of nasty right the petters I mean, glassy tonight. says it glassy says it too he just chimed in in the chat it was too many losses early on yeah yeah it was and i mean now the as you were saying just before like those couple losses that you've sprinkled in after having a, a mini little run where okay well we're you know you pull off the big win against colorado right you get a mm-hmm. an at, like, and look good doing it too really oh yeah and then they yeah. have that epic win against dallas like it was an absolute nail biter it was like i was at the rockets game on saturday and we were watching the, the canucks game obviously because it was early and after the first period of the rocks game i turned to my dad i said i'm still feeling it from the end of that game i said like my heart was just like going and i just thought like that's what playoffs feel like and they they like like a microcosm of the playoffs in one game and yet everything else is like proving they're not good enough so they play one game where they and they look gassed too and somehow they they eked out a win and now they're just playing games where you know like they're going through the motions Pedersen's actually had a, a great couple weeks he's he looks like he's no, this past game was really good he looked he looks like he's himself yeah Other than that give that that giveaway was really bad but wow <laughs> Things, things, things happen, right? But I mean, you take those with all the good that he does too, and he's back to doing good things really consistently, right? Sure. And I mean, he's he's not the the super dynamic Pedersen that we've we're all kind of expecting to bounce back. At the same time, um, he's he's definitely making a difference on the ice. As is Thatcher Demko. He had, I mean, goaltending hasn't been prime the last couple of games. Unfortunately, the rest of the team isn't helping that. So, yeah, he's looked uh, like I think from his standards, he's looked a little bit leaky. But I have to like put that with an asterisk, like his standards, right? Because yeah. he's still very good. I think we're still getting above average goaltending. We're just not getting Demko level goaltending. Yeah, which is which is somewhat unfair to him. And I think he's just masked so many of the underlying issues with this team. Mm-hmm. that he's just he's just the great equalizer really right i mean he can he can he can steal a game versus teams that you're not supposed to steal against and then sure when the team does a dud and you know gets outscored two to one what else can you ask Dempo to do in that that situation so yeah. i mean he's stolen his fair share of games this year i would say but you know, i mean I could, he... I could probably go back through them and probably count at least 10 on on my on my hands like for games that 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 you're stolen and yeah that's more than you can ask for. So he just looks, he looks tired. And you know what, if we're being honest, this team just looks like a little bit worn out. It's been a long, long drawn out drag. These got, this team has been playing desperation hockey since basically Bruce got the day. Here. Yeah. Basically the day Bruce got here. And yeah. that's like, that's a long time. Like, yeah. you, and I'm, I'm obviously I'm ranting a little bit here, but you, you look at these teams, like, Teams like Colorado sometimes are, are a good example of this. Teams like Tampa are a good example of this, where, you know, those old Colorado teams with the Sackicks and the Forsberg, oftentimes they would coast into the playoffs yeah. after being a truly, truly dominant team. And then Tampa Bay, you can look at the last few years too. They would sort of, they would, they would walk into the playoffs with solid records over the last quarter of the season. Right. And then really turn it on, right? Like know when to turn it on because they know how to turn it on. They've done that before. And then oftentimes, I think you can go back through playoff history a lot. I mean, not saying all the time, but a lot. A lot of the and time. And see these, yeah, see these teams that have had to be just on absolute fire just to get into the playoffs. Yeah. And go on, go on some runs and stuff like that. But, but they, it's like, how but long you have to have do a you team turn be, that on for? But you have to have a team capable of doing that. 
like the LA right. Kings, for example, like they were kind of the biggest, yeah. um, the, what well, not secret, what's the word I'm looking for? They were basically the one team, like no one was, was paying attention to. Right. Yeah. And as soon as they got in, they went on an absolute heater. One of the greatest playoff teams of all time, clearly. Yeah. And then you look at St. Louis again from, they were probably a lot better than their team was showing. And again, they go on their heater and basically have, I mean, a miraculous are, run. Yeah, those are like two really good exceptions, right? But oftentimes you see teams just burn out and fatigue after having to be on a run for that long. Yeah. And I think we're seeing that with Vancouver right now yeah. where they're just, they've been on a, a good run, not mm. a great run, but a good run yeah. for months now. And I think it's just starting to catch up to them. Lately. Yeah. Glassy's got another one here. Um, thanks for stopping by, Glassy. Appreciate it. Demko yeah, destroyed a sick. I saw that uh, saw that tweet today. Destroyed a stick at practice today. Obviously in frustration. What's your thoughts on Di Pietro next year? Time to go with him and Demmer. I mean, I think the Canucks have kind of shown that, and now this is my opinion, but that Spencer Martin's probably the next man up. That Di Pietro probably needs a little bit more grooming. And maybe they alternate both of those guys next season. You're not going to see... I mean, you're not going to be seeing either of those realistically down the stretch. I think they're going to just get Halak, whatever the balance of the games are. Maybe you see one game if it matters, but I think like Abby's looking really good. So I can't imagine that you're going to see Di Pietro as, as the number two guy. Maybe, maybe he just absolutely stands on his head uh, in training camp and preseason. Maybe, but at the same time, I don't know. Based on what we've seen, it sounds everything. I mean, listening to like, podcasts like uh canucks conversation obviously faber's quite in the know um and there's other guys that have kind of been following i don't know i i mean spencer martin proved that he can basically come in cost nothing a veteran already i guess hler and you don't have to worry about him like you you could put him in for a handful of games and feel totally confident and i mean he played well in front of a team at the time that needed him to play well so whereas halak I mean, this is an off year, clearly. Like, I still like the Halak signing. It just sucks that this season has happened because, you know, he, he is better than he's shown. And he had that one big... I Colorado game, obviously, was the big mm-hmm. one. And it's... it's Oof, you look good in that game. Yeah, like, he was phenomenal. He gets the belt and, and everything that goes with that. But, I mean, it sucks because, as a whole, it hasn't been a great season. And that happens. Like, that that happens to the best of them. Right? Yeah. I mean... The absolute best players in the league have bad years. I'm not saying he's the I, best player in the league, but I, I would I would agree. I would agree with the Spencer Martin comment. I think that that they've already kind of discussed the fact that it's it's very possible that Spencer Martin backs up heading into next year, or, or at least a very very cheap entry level contract goalie. Right? I think yeah. This, the team has been very open and upfront about the fact that they need to shed salary, so that that sort of has to happen. And I think Martin has made enough sense to say that he's sort of. I wouldn't even say that he's leapfrog Di Pietro. I just think that he's he's a he's a veteran pro goalie at this time, right? So I, I, I he's proven that he's been able to carry NHL starts. I think you're not going to ask too too much of him if you could see him get you know ten to fifteen, then that would be great. The the this is not a, a like a slight or shade to Mikey Di Pietro at all. I think he's a phenomenal goalie. I think he's got a ton of a potential. I mean, but you look at the guy right now, and he's only 22 years old. And I think after that first season, you know, he played 36 games and he looked really solid. He carried a 22 and 11, 11 record. And he was looking like your everyday 
AHL goaltender. In fact, he stole that that spot away from from a veteran that they had brought in earlier. Yeah, that's right. So I think had the, the second year is what really hurt his development. Only getting four games in Utica, that was pretty terrible. You know, Benning encoded an absolute wretched job managing his starts and how that he was supposed to be development basically blew an entire year for him yeah um COVID did play no this favors, year for sure yeah again he hasn't taken the lion's share of starts this year he's only got 26 starts he's a little bit below 500 i think the guy just needs games he needs to go down to ahl and he needs to get his game back because it's obviously that the guy's got a ridiculous amount of talent yeah and i'd love to see i'd love to see 40 plus starts out of thatcher demko and aren't that sorry mikey di pietro next year to just push his way back into the conversation. And I don't think it's too much to ask. We didn't see, you know, we didn't see Demko sort of push and force his way up as an NHLer full-time until he was like 24, 25 years old, if I'm correct, you know, had been and he had agent, college post and force trade to with too, right? Yeah. So that's a lot of practice time and that's good too, but I, it's just a little bit early. And quite frankly, we just don't really need him to be here right now. If we can have a, a, a solid guy sort of carry the ranks for him in the meantime, until he's ready. And I don't want to rush, a really good qualities prospect in, in Di Pietro ahead of that. So to answer your question, Glassy, yeah, I don't, I, I would prefer not to see him there next year selfishly because I want to see him develop a little bit more. Um, quick uh, little teaser break. A, I'm watching billiards in the black background because I'm on the downstairs TV. It's amazing. Mm. Nine ball looks like mm. great, great times, but that's, that's not why I'm interrupting here. Uh, we did forget to ask a question last week. Our good friend Jenna Fabulous, she's on Canuck Speakeasy this week, so hopefully they're not. Ah. Re- hopefully they're not recording as we speak, because that would be weird. Um, does it bother you that Ryan and I are real life friends, and you and I, speaking you and her, are not? You as in me. That that you and Jenna are not real life friends, and I mm. am with her. I I feel like. We, we are real life friends. I didn't realize that Jenna didn't think we were real life friends. So I've obviously got some work to do in that do. department. Yeah, you do. Sorry, Jenna. I've disappointed you often in the past. So I'm going to continue true. to do that. Uh, and one day I feel like I'm going to try to make it up to you. I think like I just have the benefit of actually meeting her in person and and sharing a Canucks game with my child for for an evening, which was great. She's awesome. Yeah. Super friend. Just super. So that, that was, that was a little, little, yeah, then I could get, if I could meet her and then I could get my balls busted in real life, it'd be great. I can't wait. It, it you know what? And that's, <laughs> it comes full circle, right? It comes full circle. So, I mean, the Canucks have, like, we've talked about this, you know, ad nauseum. I was kind of bringing up, I mean, there's, there's only so much to talk about the Canucks. Like, are, are we in agreement and not necessarily that we're in agreement that should happen, but are we in agreement that JT Miller is likely signing with the Canucks? Like a reset. Uh, not not that it yeah. should, but that it's probably going to happen. Well, I think I think I'm going to just get crucified for this. But yeah, so I agree that you're right that he is going to sign with Vancouver. I'm worried though. Sure. Like I'm I'm terrified. I'm terrified of getting saddled with like another contract, a nine million dollar. Where where are we getting this? OEL's got to go then it's somebody's got to go like how much how many you know seven plus players can you afford to carry on a roster guys gotta guys gotta re-up I mean I love I love JT Miller's game yeah I don't know how much I'm gonna love JT Miller's game in year four of a seven-year deal that concerns me 
I think it should concern a lot of people. I don't know how many people are turning a blind eye to that. This is not going to be a popular opinion, I don't think. But I don't want to see them get locked into <clears throat> a really bad contract for for a long period of time on an on an aging veteran, right? I mean, it's fine right now, and I'm sure it'll be fine for the first three, four years. And that might be all this team needs. But at some point, like, that's a lot of money. And I honestly don't know where they're going to get it from. That's the other portion to this too, right? There's, yeah, where's where's the back end? You might be able to afford the first six or the first seven. Yeah, and he's not signing for six or seven, no. right? No, but I'm, like, I'm saying for your, for your dollar value. You might, as a team, you may be able to afford to pay him the $6 million dollars maybe even seven if if you deem that necessary but then if you're you know if you look at kind of what the rumors have been out there like if it's an eight or nine i mean he's playing top 10 points in the league right now like if you're taking mm -hmm. the facts the the hard phenomenal fact, player too right i mean he's having a year that you know this is why guys get paid so you're paying for something that's already happened not what's going to happen in the future like if we're comparing it you look at I mean, you compare Toronto. It's a weird comparison, but they have three, you know, ten plus million dollar players. Now that looked ridiculous, what a year or two ago. I mean, it's still mm -hmm. crazy, but they're in a very different situation where all those guys, aside from uh, John Tavares, you know, you've got guys that are going into their prime or, or just have hit the prime of their careers, whereas J.T. Miller is at the pinnacle, and he might stay there for one more year. And then he starts teetering down. So it's great you get those those two years, but anything surrounding that this year is great. Where mm -hmm. we could have got value, and and maybe they do trade him. Maybe maybe this is all just a big ruse, and there maybe it's a, a big ruse. Yeah, maybe there's this massive trade that happens, and they do get a an absolute haul like you're seeing in the NFL right now. Unlikely, but it's it is possible. But all signs seem to point that things are slightly different but they're still very much the same. Yeah. Like I, I think like possibly a good comparison to put this through and, and I could be off my rocker, but it's just the first guy that comes to mind is, is, is Jamie Ben. Mm -hmm. um, you and I are both, you know, Jamie Ben fans. I, I, I love his game, um, but he's regressing a bit, right? He's 32 years old now. Um, he signed that big deal in 2017, 2018. So he was sort of coming off the heels of those two huge seasons Yeah, Art uh, in, in, in 15, 16, uh, where he put up 87 and 80, 89 points back to back. Signs his big deal that first year, 69 points. That's great. You know, we're, we're happy with that. In this case, that would be a 30-year-old. A 30-year-old JT Miller. Season after that, it's a back to an uptick, 79 points. That's 31-year-old JT Miller, right? Um, now you're looking at like 2018-2019, 53 points. You know, 2019-2020, obviously it's an abbreviated season, 39 points. You know, 2020-2021, 52 yeah. games, only puts up 35 points. This, I mean, 65 games in, he's got 38 points. That's a $9.5 million player on an eight-year contract. Putting up, you know, average 60 points, not even below that. Right. I mean, and, and, and now we're seeing Ben is going to play four more years, three more years, sorry, at $9.5 million. Is it 9.5? Yeah. $9.5 million cap hit. What, what is Dallas going to do with that? I mean, I'm happy he's in Dallas because now that's their problem, obviously. Right. Like 
what do the Canucks do when they're in that situation and they're at, at, at the point where Jamie Ben's at right now in his contract status? He's only, he's only offering you 45 to 50 points a season. Is everybody okay with that? The problem I don't know. is... I, I have, have a bit of an issue with it. Well, we have that problem right now, but not on, yes. the, uh, not on the front end. <laughs> we have that exact problem. In fact, we got rid of three guys that were occupying that problem, and now we have like two guys that are occupying that problem. We're still looking at LTIR for Michael Furland. Like, there's that. We continue to forget about that. Now Tucker Poolman's coming back, it looks like. Like, they've got all these weird little storylines. And again, previous regime, it's still there. These are mm-hmm. still actual problems. It's not like they magically disappeared and we can say, oh, well, the last, the last, you know, management group did it. Yeah, they did, but they're not gone. So unless you can part ways, I mean, Travis Hamanick. That was a nice little bit of business there. That's one player. That wasn't even the biggest glaring error. That was more of an eyesore optically, not everywhere else. Like he was kind of doing okay, but you know, there's all all the other stuff. Yeah. So you still got an OEL, which again, he's he's decent. What, what's the what's the cap hit for OEL for Vancouver? Do you remember? Is it oh, like man. seven point five moving forward or something like that? Yeah, I think so. Right, because he was eight point two five in yeah in in Arizona. Yeah. But now like a way signed through to 26, 27, right? He's 31 now, 30 now. So 31, 32, 33, 34, 35 year old OEL is going to be giving you a cap hit of $7.5 million. And he's offering you 20 points. They need to maximize this LTIR thing. Everybody keeps talking about. <laughs> I mean, that's like, just like ax him in the leg or something like go Nancy Kerrigan on, uh, or Tanya Harding on him. And just LTIR him and trade him to whoever. I don't care. Because yeah. apparently that's the easy loophole. And you Yeah, know, well, not for Vancouver, though. No, not for Vancouver. It's actually a hindrance in Vancouver. Somehow we so, were actually penalized for that. Yeah. So I, I think they will resign. I, I think they are going to make a hard push to resign him. But when you got to make a hard push and the player has all the leverage, like right. you're going max, man. Well, max. you have to. It's, it, it's his contract to win here. And so does Vancouver go for that? Does Vancouver re-up on that? Do they do it? I I think they, in their minds, they have to. Because the... Oh, man. The, the, that, that's the terrifying thought. I know. But that's... The, I, I was listening to the Ballhawks podcast, uh, good friends, uh, Stephen Chris, and they were talking about uh, like a DK Metcalf and how you've got like this... I mean, I've said this multiple times, maybe even on this podcast. The dude is an absolute specimen of an athlete like he, it's an understatement he he was he was given a gift that a handful of people on this planet have been given and he gets to make a piss load of money doing it now because you look at the seattle seahawks and they're kind of retooling rebuilding whatever what could you get for a guy like like dk metcalf now i know they're in different parts of their career at the same time a guy like russell wilson you know, not the greatest quarterback in league. It's pretty good. Pretty good. He's top tier, yeah. Yeah. So JT Miller, not the best player in the league. Pretty good. Could pretty you good. and considering you've seen everything else that's been going in this market, in the marketplace for trades and, and what have you, like there is a king's ransom to be hauled in and a really good GM. I mean, I love the Vancouver Canucks. If you can go and you can get uh, either two prospects or one prospect and just an absolute bucket of draft picks. Mm-hmm. JT Miller is a phenomenal player right now. Right now. I, and, Not and I agree with you. And, 
And I think the reason I hate this so much is, is the fact that they, I don't feel like they should do this because they have OEL under contract and you can't move the OEL con. Well, maybe you can, maybe there's a really creative way to do it, but I don't know what that way is. And moving the OEL contract seems nearly impossible. And because that's sitting on the books, how do you make room for JT Miller? I don't know. And that sucks. We shouldn't be in this problem, but here we are. So I guess the other ones, Brock Besser, you got Brock Besser, Connor Garland, Tanner Pearson. How many of these guys, based on on what we've been talking about, how many of these guys are not Canucks next season? Of those three. Yeah. That's so a, out of those I mean, three, like if they're going to go and they're going to sign... Besser, Besser, Garland, and who else did you say? And Tanner Pearson. Pearson. Like, can you move those guys? Uh, yeah. Well, you can move. You can move Garland for sure. Garland has trade value. One hundred percent. Besser has trade value. Like maybe not as much as you'd like due to contract ex- expiration situation. Uh, but more than more than Garland for sure. Yeah. And then Pearson is. What I mean, he's I guess your you can, serviceable you can, third. He's your he's your high end Tyler Mott. Yeah, I mean, you could you could move a Tanner Pearson, but like you get a third. He's a he's he's a funny. Yeah, what do you get for what do you get for a Tanner Pearson? You get a third is round it, pick. Is it is it better for you having a third rounder, or is it better for you having another year of Tanner Pearson on it? I guess that's what management has to figure out. Take a third rounder. It, you've got someone that can take a spot. There has to be. Yeah, if it if it were me, and you know, yeah. I I. Boom! You get the. I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't have relationships with with these players, and human beings didn't have feelings, and blah blah blah. And I wasn't concerned about losing my job if the team sucked. All that stuff. Then yeah, I would probably move like all three of those guys, and I would work to a getting myself a, another high end defender mm-hmm. because that's what this team needs, right? I mean, this team needs defenders. This team needs quality forwards, and those guys are quality forwards. But there's been so much talk about whether or not Garland is is like yeah it, whether whether Garland is this organization or this this regime's type of player. Here's the thing though, this is the beauty of it. He came in the OEL deal, and he was probably yeah. the the sexier portion of that. But, he was the best player in the deal. For but sure. here's the thing, because it was part of that deal. Yes, we've had a season for him, but it's not like we're saddled to him. Yes. No, they, no. Yes. No, not at yes. All. Benning signed him for sure, but you're not saddled to him. You can make something on that deal. And it, yeah, does it suck? Is there a business side to it? Yes. Yes, there is. Here's the thing, though. He's a guy you can move. Now that's money that you can move out. You may not move all of it. You may not Bang move on. 100% of it. But if you can get a draft pick or a prospect in return, you're shedding salary. And we're not trying to addition by subtraction, but it's a little bit of that. It's a little bit. And now you can start bringing in guys that are, you know, whether they're on the farm making their, their case. We're not going to get Aiden McDonough till next season. Um, but maybe... And who knows about Aiden McDonough? Like, let's be real on oh, that. Yeah, I, but I mean, I'm just, as an example, there are going to be guys or a college free agent or something. There are going to be players that the Canucks will have access to this offseason that they don't have access to right now. And I think it's it's worth knowing that you can have access to them based mm-hmm. on moves. So they're going to be an attractive team 
to consider signing with when they start going the college free agent route, because there's going to be lots of spots for people to play in for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to do, I'm going to do a lot, another live ad read because we, we have one in the can that we can throw in there, but you know what? They give us love. We're going to give them love. Um, our good friends at move health and wellness are, they're now in Kelowna. We've told you guys, we've told you a few times we had Dr. John last week. Dude's an absolute beauty. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. and, uh, basically here's the thing. They basically, they're going to get you better. They are going to get you healthy. They've got a chiropractor. That's John. That that's our buddy, John. Um, they've got, how do I say this? They've got basically someone who will, who will pretty much break you, but put you back together. Um, and Kaylee, their RMT, they have, did I not see that they've got acupuncture now? Was that correct? Oh, I don't know about that. I'm not sure. I can't remember. There was something new that they added. They've also got uh, counseling as well. So not just physical wellness, but obviously mental wellness as well. Um, my wife actually just had her uh, her uh, postponed uh, massage. So she was she had to postpone it. And so she was in today. Um, there's also a secret there that I'm not allowed to tell on air because apparently uh, there is another service that they offer that uh, a certain Michael Phelps may uh, have had done um, in his swimming career. Um, we can we can talk about it. Um, Kevin Costner and uh, Rene Russo were in a movie called Tin. Oh. But I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. You didn't hear it here. You didn't hear it here. I may get in a lot of trouble for this, so <laughs> hopefully I didn't say too much. I have no idea what you're talking about or where you got this information from. Ryan may be lying, people. I, don't I, know. I could be lying. Uh, but, uh, they are inside in Kelowna. They're inside the Walmart in the Jack Nathan, uh, medical center. Super nice and clean in there. Very, very kept, very calm. You don't feel like you're, you know, around a ton of people and stuff because it's at Walmart. There's tons of parking. If you've ever been to a chiropractor or massage therapy or physiotherapy parking, this is one of those things. I don't care what city you live in. Parking is a nightmare. And this is the one place you can park wherever you want. No charging. You don't got to put two bucks or six bucks in the in the meter. You just go and park like you're going grocery shopping. And maybe you do go grocery shopping afterneath because, you know, you're you're in the Walmart. Um, they also have two locations in the lower mainland in, uh, in Surrey there where they have a few more services to provide. Uh, as I said, like acupuncture, physiotherapy, um, uh, amongst obviously chiropractor and, and RMTs, they've become a good friend to us. They become a very good friend to us, and um, I mean, I'm as I said, this was such a great partnership because I'm happy to finally have um, a place where I can actually book um, massage therapy because it is a nightmare in Kelowna to find find a place to make that happen. I actually have to book one probably within the next two weeks, so um, highly recommend it. I'm gonna go see Kaylee again. Uh, hopefully I don't have to bust out the safe word, which is pizza. Um, she'll, she'll be okay. She knows. And, uh, you know, just get back to health. We played hockey last night and I feel like there's probably a few muscles that probably need to get back to normal. Uh, also because ball season is starting and I don't want to tear anything cause well, that's a problem. As, as you know, you're doing all your CrossFit, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're doing heavy lifting. You're doing a lot of cardio, you know, a lot of running, a lot of lifting. So you want to make sure. The point is, people, you just get beat up over time, and you do. like you need you do. to you need to take care of your body, right? I mean, 
some of us do better jobs than others at taking care of themselves. I don't take the best care of myself. And I think that I'm making like a concentrated effort as I get a little bit older to make sure I'm taking the right amount of maintenance and, and move health and wellness does a good job at making sure I can do that. You know, what's awesome. My game last night, I, I basically went cold Turkey into that hockey game and I'm here tonight. I'm not, I'm not resting in bed because every muscle in my body hurts. I made it happen. So and I had a couple nice little, nice little uh, goals in there. A nice little tip. Um, our good friend James, who invited us out, um, he has what some would call um, a slap shot for the ages. Um, it's his secret it's weapon. Anytime you're playing against this guy, it's like a, a seeing eye kind of shot. Like everything just kind of finds the back of the net. Everybody gets out of the way. They part like the Red Sea, and he just gets to take a slap shot. I had one, and I was standing beside the net, thinking, "Oh, I'll tip this one for sure." I watched this ball go straight at me, and then it was like a hard curve top shelf. It's disgusting, and yet it's a beautiful thing to watch when you're on his team. So, you know, it's, it's, it's hockey. Like we said, Move Health and Wellness. Go check them out. They're a proud sponsor of our show, Dudes and Guys. Um, Ted, serious question now. Serious question, because we're a mm-hmm. serious podcast. Um, it's basically spring. What uh, what spring things have you done so far? Like, have you whether it's chores or just gone and done something springy? Like, what have you done? I built a shed. Oh, that's yeah, that's that's probably better than me. I raked my lawn and and I built a shed. I'm gonna mow a lawn for the first time in like a couple of years. Mm-hmm. The, the the old place we lived at had like a like a yard crew and stuff, so I haven't had to mow a lawn. But I'm right. gonna mow a lawn here pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. And I've gone on some some hikes. Okay, that's some spring funny. hikes. Okay. That's you know that's been pretty fun. I I did some spring chores today. Did you did you find any flowers on your hikes? You know, I picked flowers. Yeah, like some flowery, weedy looking things. Sure. Yeah. 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 Like kids, yeah. like kids do. You know. Yeah, like yeah. that. I did score all the goals. Is that Jace? It is. Who's Jace. that? I think that's Jace in the chat. He said, scored all the goals. I bet there, Hank. I did, actually. I scored a handful. Yeah, I think you got like five goals. Did I, you not? I, that was, I'm not going to lie. I came home and I bragged to my wife. I said, I think I could be good at hockey again. And I only told her that because if I again, told her. Again. Did you say again? For the first time. Oh, Jace. What? Did I say Jace? Joel. I, I'm i sorry. I know a Jace as well. So I apologize. I was like, I was like who's Jace? I owe, I owe you. <laughs> I owe you. Now, now I'm going to. I'm I'm forever indebted. I'm sorry, Joel. I hope you forgive me. So you've done some spring things. I'm I'm trying to deflect here. I'm trying to deflect. I'm trying to deflect. Um, we did promise something, and I brought this up in Twitter. Canucks, it's it's been a little bit iffy, and we we might be stretching in the next little bit here. So I decided for the back half of our episode, we'll throw in a dudes and guys if we've got time. But uh, 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 one of my favorite movies, I'm sure it has to be one of yours, Ocean's Eleven. I thought, what if we recasted Ocean's Eleven, but with Canucks? What do you think? think I think it's, I mean, yeah, I think it sounds ridiculous. Also very fun. Very fun. Okay. So let's, let's start first and foremost, the leader of the crew. Are you like, Joel, you're ready. Glassy, you ready? Whoever else is out there. This is a big deal. This is this. You're is gonna what, go all the way to the top first. You're gonna start. I think so. Like I'm, I'll start with the top because you. We need to set the precedent of what's gonna happen here. So first and foremost, the man, George Clooney in the movie, 
But Danny Ocean, who is the Canucks Danny Ocean? Who do you got? Oh, I got to name him first? Well, we'll talk about it. Like, who who would you pick? Uh, okay, Danny Ocean. Danny Ocean has got Jan- Danny Ocean's JT Miller. You know what? I was yeah. I was kind he carries, of that. he carries enough clout yeah yeah to to, yeah. to sort of be the arrogant sort of cocky guy, but but is like reserved enough where he doesn't have to be the front man one hundred percent of the time right right uh, because you just know what he brings to the table. So I think if we're gonna do a Danny Ocean pick, then it's probably gonna have to be. JT Miller because like the default would be like it's a captain right like you think oh it's the captain right but it's not because if you think about it the actual yeah, captain, Joel's got my back on this yeah. the actual captain on the Canucks isn't quite that kind of guy right like mm. Danny Ocean's got a little bit of that swag he gets a little bit upset but he's 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 cool he's gonna get the job done at the end right he he yeah. does have a plan so JT Miller. I would like to say I, I know that you put this list together, so yeah. I'm thinking you put some thought of it. I am going in completely cold on this one. I know. So we'll see how it goes. I, I think we're gonna have a few of the same picks. Okay. Okay. So let's go. So you with, pick the same? Yeah, you're JT Miller. You're the you're the I, same. I was I've been thinking about that since yesterday. JT Miller was my guy. So Livingston, remember the really quiet mousy guy? Like the it's kind of the techie kind of guy, right? Does all the cameras and stuff. Uh, he's very quiet in my camp. He, I, I'll allow for Googles, but he's basically like he did all like the the techie stuff, like all the switching the cameras and stuff. I think. Right. Right. Okay. So, like for me, I was thinking like very quiet, very but like methodical and like you know he knows what he's doing. He's he's gonna make it kind of you know he's he's gonna get the back end stuff done. I was thinking Quinn Hughes. Oh, okay. So I know, like, pick, I know he's not like the star of the show. I mean, obviously, Quinn Hughes is basically the star of the show as far as the Canucks are concerned. But so you've got Petey there. So I don't know. I I think I would go like back end because I gotta I gotta think for Petey. I I would say Quinn Hughes. What do you think? Uh, a guy who's just a little bit of a controller. I mean, I get the I get the the reference. He's not quite a senior guy. You know what? I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to say that I'm. I'm gonna agree with you on that one. He's the one that's sort of running the show behind the scenes, and without Livingston, none of this goes on. I know it's a whole team thing, but all the yeah. some of the parts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he's sort of directing traffic back there, and that is kind of what. That is kind of what Quinn does. Yeah. yeah. So I'll. I'll. I'm gonna. I'm gonna double up on that. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Quinn like, used to. That's really smart. Like pick. it's weird, right? Because like yeah. If, I mean, gonna, I didn't like it at first. You're but gonna it, yeah. rewatch the movie at some point. You're gonna think like, you know what? Like, no, definitely not a main character, and not a guy that's gonna get a lot of the spotlight. But I mean, he needs those technical things to go right so that everyone else can do like the flashy things, right? Which is kind of unfair because Quinn Hughes is pretty flashy, but he quietly is flashy. Like he's he's not a, you know he he's not a a, a boisterous kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we've got a few here. So there's Basher, who like does all the breaking stuff. I think that's like what, like Luke Shen. Which one is Basher? Um, Basher. Who, who plays Who plays Basher? Oh man, you think I'd remember this part? Basher Oceans. Is that like Scott Cans? Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, Basher's uh, Don Shadell. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I like that. Okay. Basher. Basher for me is. Yeah, Basher for me is. I'm gonna take Tanner Pearson on that one. Hmm. 
Okay. Yeah, he's you know he works along the walls. He gets in the dirty areas, but he still has like the capabilities. The guys respect him. Obviously, he can tell that he's somewhat part of that leadership group, but like an underlying level of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's got like just that particular set of skills, uh, and it's the reason why JT Miller has hung around the league so long. So I'm going to take JT Miller in this one. No, Pearson. You meant sorry, Pearson. I'm going to take Pearson in this one. Tanner Pearson. Tanner Pearson. Okay. Okay. Um. Huh. You know what? I'm going to go... Only because I feel like I'm reserving a role for, for Luke Shen. Okay. So I would almost say my pick for that would be Niels Hoglander. Okay, yeah. So again, he's he's contributing. He's going to do a little bit of the blowing up stuff because he does that. He'll blow you up in the corner. But he's also got some skills to make to make kind of the surrounding stuff happen. So um, I don't have as big of a sell, but I think Hoglander would be would be my basher. What do you think? Okay. I think I think those are both good. Um, let's go with the big man. Let's go with the money. Terry Benedict. So he's Terry Benedict. So he's the bad guy. This Terry is, Benedict. This, I feel like this is this is fairly easy. So this is uh, uh, in that in that the the the, the Terry Benedict. Then that's going to have to be that's going to be have to be Francesco. That's. Oh, they're sort of, they're sort of working in you and around it. him. You got it. You got it. I like that. At some point, he he makes his way into the to the crew. Know, he figures things out, and he makes his way into the crew. And I right. feel like I, that could be where Francesco's like sort of migrating to. And that's so yeah, it's got to be Aquilini. That's I. I it's like got to be the big Aquilini, not just like Aquilini's. Oh, okay. This is uh like Papa Aquilini. Yeah. Okay, so let's stick with money here. The guy that funds the whole thing. Uh, Ruben Tishkoff. Good old Ruben. Ruben. So big glasses, um, big Coke bottle glasses. Who's walking in and funding this whole thing? So we've already mm. we've already talked about Aquilini. So is this like? Uh, that's it's a uh, Jim Rutherford, obviously. Jimmy, it's be Jim okay. Rutherford. Jimmy, Jimmy Rutherford. He's he's the one old that's, man. Uh, that's, yeah. that's pulling the person. He's he's helping. He's helping assemble the team. Like, I mean, he's got a he's got a role to play, but ultimately he's not the guy that's out on the ice doing the job. He's just putting things in place. Interesting. I I like that. I was gonna say, um I was trying to make a joke and and rest in peace. I was gonna say Miss Mr. Braley, because he has everybody over to his house for the BC Lions. <laughs> you know, he has everybody over his house, he's got a ton of cash, puts everybody together. But yeah, I, I like that. I think Rutherford, I was going to say maybe Bruce, but I think that's probably a, a better call for sure. He's almost too much of a good time guy, Bruce. I don't know. I don't know what role Bruce plays yet. Would he be Saul? Could be Saul. He'd be the old guy. So he's yeah, he's a Saul. bit of a character, but he can play it up and he can go in acting like he's a big deal. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, he's a pretty humble guy, like away from the ice, right? Like he's yeah, just could be, could be Saul. You know what? I'm gonna go watch WrestleMania this weekend, kind of guy. Like he's he's he wants to be part of the boys, but you know, you know, time's starting to catch up to him a little bit. He's got to take it a little bit easier, but he wants to be part of the big score. I like that. Yeah, I yeah. like that. Um, who else we got? Oh, this this is this is a dude. This is this is a dude overall. He's been in a few crypto commercials, but we won't hold that against him. Linus, the pickpocket. Mm. Who's our mm. pickpocket? I I am gonna give one Lions call. Will that that rule for me has to go to Petey. 
Hmm. Yeah, he's somewhat understated, doesn't always have a lot to say. One of the key players on this squad. Uh and, and ultimately an heir apparent. So it's huh. uh you, you yeah. I like how you're I like how you're approaching this. Yeah. I think so, so Linus for me is Petey. I think I mean he he's got a pretty good he's able to steal the puck. Okay, okay. I'm just gonna go through and see if I would have uh, an equal an equal one in here. I think Yuho Lamico is available. I was looking at I was <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I was looking at Lamico. Oh, that's a tough one. I mean, if we're gonna talk about you know what? If we're gonna talk about stealing, how about the guy that steals games? Thatcher Demko. Mm, mm-hmm. Off the radar in my head until now, I think Thatcher Demko is my Linus. So he's pretty slick. He's got a good pedigree to him. He can go in and he's going to absolutely rob you. There's the like cell. It. There's the cell. I like it. <sighs> I'm good at this. I'm good at this. Okay. Who else have we got? Who else have we got? I think my, my screen just left for a second. Um, the acrobat, Yen. Oh, Yen. So who's our acrobat? Uh, yen, I, I, little, I think, yeah, little I, Yen backflip Yen. That's obviously Tyler Myers. What? <laughs> not, no, it's not, not at that's, all. That's not. not at all. Where I thought you were going with it. No, that's Connor Garland. Okay, okay, good. Yeah, I, that's that's Connor oh Garland. Obviously, gosh. right? I mean, I wasn't going to take the guy who's four foot five and say that it's the, it's it's. <laughs> Say that it's, I was it's, legitimately it's Myers, yeah. shocked for a second. There. Six foot seven, four foot seven. Same thing. Yeah. No, that's that's Connor Guyland. He's just all the spinoramas is just like dizzying. Just like, like the role was made for him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The role was absolutely. I like that. I I don't even think that's that's debatable. Connor Garland, like that's stamped. That's rubber stamped. Mm-hmm. Um. So Scott Con's character Turk. So he's kind of likes to play. Remember the monster trucks and everything. Like he's he's kind of like. He's he's like Basher, but he's more of uh He's basically Tweeter from Varsity Blues. They just kept the same character and pretty much. They just yeah. So Kill if we're gonna go with see that the new Tweeter end zone dance. <laughs> what do you call it? Uh, new Tweeter end zone dance. Yeah. I would say but I, I have an idea. Who are you thinking? I, I I think we have the same guy. I don't think we have the same guy. I bet we've do. already picked the guy that I'm gonna pick. For for me, yeah, Turk Turk is Turk is Nils Holglander. Oh, okay. So we did yeah. switch it up. Yeah. So I had I had uh, Pod Colson. Pods Pods is probably the other guy on that dynamic duo for but me. I think I think Hoglander makes sense though. I think I so think, does Pods. I th- I think both of those guys are pretty good. Um, the young upstarts, right? They got uh, they're they're somewhat flashy. Uh huh. But you need them. Yeah, that's that's good. There's a few Hogs guys. There's a few guys on the Canucks that I feel like we're gonna end up leaving out, which really sucks. But yeah, um, this this one I don't know if we're gonna get, but hopefully we do. So uh, want me to shine your shoes? Want me to smile at you, Frank Catan <laughs> or Catan? I can't remember how to say his last name. Want me to shine your shoes? Want me to smile at you? What a line! What a line! So who is our Frank? Who's the card dealer? Who's the dealer? Who played? For, who was Frank in real life? Oh, Frank. Bernie Frank, Mac. Yeah, Frank Attan is Bernie Mac. Oh, 
Rest in peace, Bernie Mac. So I would almost say, did I agree with you on Pedersen? Uh, I don't know. I think Pedersen, Pedersen was the pickpocket. So I had Pedersen as, as Matt Damon. Right. And I had, uh, I had Demko. So I'm going to go Pedersen for this one. He's got a bit you're of going, a, you're going PD. Okay. And I'm going to regret this because I should be having Pedersen as a different role. In fact, I should probably not double down on this before. So if you've got a guy, I think you need to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, this one's kind of funny. I'm gonna I'm gonna go back, and it's because we know a little bit more about this guy in his previous time spent in Vancouver, and we know that he's a character. Yeah. Oh, um, okay. But I'm gonna I'm gonna take good old bad Brad Richardson. You know what? Role. That that's yeah. that was that's who it should be. That's yeah. who it should be. That's fair. He's he's, he's a, the savvy the savvy vet with yeah. like just he can turn it on like that. And he's gonna pot four goals on you when you're not looking. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah, I and I take back the Pedersen because I think there's another role for him. So oh, we got a couple left here. We got a couple left here. Uh, where am I here? Virgil. So this is Casey Affleck. This is Turk's brother. Mm-hmm. So Casey Affleck. Casey Casey Affleck is Virgil. Virgil is pods for me. So that's the pods and hods connection. So that's. That's Turk and Virgil right there. So that's Buck Holzen. I'm gonna go with um I'm gonna go with Kyle Burroughs. <laughs> okay, yeah, I like that. Because I mean he's he's doing some damage in there. He when he's when he's going, you're really might happy. might have led the team in hits. Yeah. You're really yeah. happy that he's out there for you, but you know, you he can be kind of lower end, but he's still vital. Still, you know, one of the pieces to, to complete this puzzle. So yeah, I think the Malloy, the Malloy brothers makes perfect sense, I think, too. Yeah, so. yeah. I like that. That's good. Um, Rusty. Who is Brad Pitt? Oh, that's... Man, do we even really have to... It's, it's obviously Brock. Oh, yeah. Brad Pitt is Brock Besser. Like, let's be... Brock Besser is Brad Pitt. See, I, I mean, was, he's like... I was going to go the guy on that one. He could always be, you know, eating an apple... And he's still Every gorgeous. time you see him, drunk on muscle food. Yeah. But the lady still swoon. Mm-hmm. That hair. I mean, he could just walk his way into any situation. You know that he's just going to talk his way out of it. And then when he does speak up. You listen. Which isn't that all that often. People pay attention. Brock Besser. That's good. That's good. I like that. Who did you have? Who did you well, have? I was going to say Patterson. Petey. Okay. So, I, I mean, because he's got the style, right? He dresses like, uh, what did he say? Uh, Ted Nugent wants his suit back because Petey has some awful taste sometimes. So, he'll he'll wear something, <laughs> you know. So he wears a suit, right? So, I don't know. I, I I think both of those work. It's too bad you can't combine them somehow because, hmm. like, Brock, like, for the sex appeal. Like Brock Pedersen? Sure. Brock Pedersen, yeah. That'd be weird, eh? Pedersen with, like, absolute flow. I could I could do that. Or, or really tall, skinny Brock. No, I don't think that mm-hmm. works. I don't think that works. It'd be nice. It'd be <laughs> nice if they combined like powers. That'd be great. I think the Canucks would be better for it. Um, I don't really have anybody else. I guess the only who is um oh what's what's her name? Who, who is who is Tess Ocean? Who's yeah? Who's Tess now? Who who basically is is the apple of our eye? The one at, at the end of the day, this is all for this is all for him. This would be This could have been Quinn. Could have been it's not. Yeah. 
Did you huh. have a pick? I, I don't have a pick because I I wasn't sure if I was going to include it. And now I thought I'm like, this wouldn't be complete if I didn't. No, it's you got to have Tess in there for sure. It's Patrick oh. Elvine for me. Patrick Elvine. This yeah. is so this is all for him. This is all for him. Huh. I'm going to go. Oh, man. You know what? This is the hardest one. Bo is the man. Too bad we don't get to keep him long term. Bo, like, I can't, I can't have Bo Horvat for, he's, he's not who we're doing. Oh, Brock. Yeah. I want to go like, I want to go someone that's past. Like someone in memoriam kind of thing. What? Why? Yeah, okay. you're, you're playing. I don't know. No, I, I guess. I, I mean, it, it could for, it could for me, it could easily be Thatcher Demko as well. Right. I mean, he's the you're apple playing, of everyone's eye right now playing for Thatcher Demko. So, so maybe, maybe I'll, maybe I'll flip it Patrick to Demko. For oh Tessos. man, this is a tough one. You said Patrick Alvine, hey? Frick. I, I, did I, I guess, uh, I guess we have to both agree on Brock Besser. So I guess Pedersen. Like we, we need to play to keep him. Yeah. Yeah. That works too. I mean, they, they either put up or shut up and then he's gone. So for closure, even though this may we, not be the best answer. And we had Ruben. We picked Ruben, right? We did pick Ruben. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Ruben was uh, was Jimmy. Jimmy Rutherford. Right. Yeah. I don't think we're missing anybody. I mean, you could you could do the 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 bouncers, but that they weren't he didn't need them. <laughs> That's those are those are Terry's guys. Those are Terry's guys. I think I think we did this. I think you're right. I think we, I didn't. I didn't find a spot for Bo. In Ocean's okay. Eleven. So if if you if you recast, then one person is there a spot that you you could switch? Would you switch Bo for any of those? Uh, I don't see one. May, maybe the only one would be Danny Ocean. Maybe, maybe Basher. I could move Basher out. From Pearson spot and insert Horvat. That'd probably be my only my only switch. I think if I had to, I would I would switch then Danny Ocean. Because I think when Bo's going, you know, like he's got the fist pump, he's got you know, he's he's making sure things are getting set up. <coughs> Excuse me. And you we would... had Terry Benedict like Andy Garcia, right? Yeah. So, great yeah. character. I almost need to watch this before my night's done. I feel, oh, it's a great movie. I mean, it's, what, it's, got, it's, it's, it's a, one of the all-time heist movies. For I've sure. got the DVD right there. Could it be on Netflix? Entirely possible. Yeah, but I've got the hard copy. That was good. That was good. I yeah. think I think we made things happen this evening. Yeah, we're gonna have to make some more movie lists. I think. I I think we could do this. It's it is interchangeable. I think pe- people enjoy this. This is what people tune in for. Uh, you know that this is what we do. So the Canucks don't play till Sunday. Sunday, 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 Monster Truck Sunday. Um, th- there's really not much going on, so I th- I think we're gonna get to enjoy. You're going sounds like to the coast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gonna yeah. go head down to Vancouver, visit some uh, some friends. Gonna be a little uh, Fijian family reunion, man. Of you sorts. G- you guys get together like I've seen the pictures. 
you got a pretty awesome no, and i haven't even been to the the big get-togethers oh okay so all, all the like a bunch of the the fans are gonna be there so right we'll, right let's see some of my brothers and sisters some some aunts and uncles and some cousins it's gonna be a great time i'm 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 actually really super impromptu we like we just planned it yesterday yeah um and they're just like yeah come down you can stay with us we'll have a feast and that's just the way they do it and i love those guys man uh, we don't do oh, i mean we just randomly have stuff i guess so just watch oceans 12 last night and yes 11 i believe is yeah it's that that series i mean yeah it can be a little hokey but ocean <laughs> they're fun right that's what the whole point of like it is. oceans 11 that the, especially that first one like you leave and you're like oh man and the thing is then you start playing through all all the things because you watch it like five or six times like oh yeah i forgot that this happens and i forgot mm-hmm. that this happens and 12 was pretty good in fact like Honestly, the, oh, yeah, the like, next... oh yeah, I totally forgot that uh, Lennox Lewis and Vladimir Klitschko were in that show. Exactly, yeah. Stopping the whack. Uh, I don't think that's a great idea, Ted. I don't. I don't. Unless you need some corn, if it's early, that's about it. Stopping the whack. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, we might we might go through Chilliwack. I mean, I, they're probably gonna do a little stop at Castle Fun Park and hit the batting cages like we do. Are they? So. They're open now again. Hey. Yeah. Glassy, I think we're going to stop in the whack, man. Did I tell you about I went to, back to Scandia? But I'm mostly for the smell. I think we're going to stop in Chilliwack for the smell. <laughs> it's just like, ah, to be back here again. Did I tell you about that? We went mini golfing at Scandia? In Chilliwack? No, no, oh, no, no. no. It's at Scandia. No. So they've redone it. Anyone that, but, that has been to Scandia golfing? Indoor or outdoor? Indoor. Oh, it's, okay. it's hard, man. <laughs> it's hard. I shot a 51 and I was not impressed. Like I was trying to like honestly beat my kids at mini golf. And I mean, I only beat them by like 10 strokes. We're going to have to do like a Ryan versus Ted marathon of sport of just, of just things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like weightlifting. Clearly I'll beat you. Uh, mini golf. It'll be close. Uh, cardio again. I'll probably wax you that one. Um, there's a lot of things I'd probably win, I think. I don't think the list is too long that you would win. There's probably a few things. But uh, I don't know. Hit, hit me up and we'll make this happen. Mm. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we should do that. I think, like the boys, uh, the, the Ballhawks PP1 podcast uh, track meet. I do hope will happen. Sadly, uh... <laughs> before we go out, Glassy drops the bomb of the night. Check it out, folks. Cash uh, is the smell of money. He's yeah. not wrong. He's not There's wrong. There's no joke. There's a reason that smell's been around forever. Yeah, it's uh, it's printing bills forever. Printing bills, baby. Uh, any final words, sir? Stoked. Stoked, stoked for the last few games of the season. Uh, I know that the playoffs are out of reach by this point, and I'm at peace with it because I've been at peace with it for half the season or more. Um, but I think that, you know, rubber's going to meet the road over the next little bit here. There's guys that are going to start playing for jobs. Maybe we start to see some some younger guys come up and uh, changes are going to be made. And I'm, and I'm ready. Change is going to come. Here's my final word. Should I buy a JT Miller skate t-shirt? Yeah. T-shirts? Whatever. Absolutely. 
because like it was either that a t-shirt's a non a non-negotiable yeah like absolutely like okay i would have bought i would have bought a whoever t-shirt or (laughs) or you want a matt sundin t-shirt yeah do you got one (laughs) i don't have one you still got one of those two dollar ones left from jersey city days yeah yeah make it happen make it happen i don't Uh, know you were in like so you were there did you get anything at the team store uh i didn't this time i didn't get your text until late but i probably would have said don't worry about it that, that's okay no i uh kinsey did she got uh she just wanted like a stuffy bear with like a connect hoodie on it we like we literally went See a glass take it easy glassy i like i went around the entire concourse didn't have enough time because we wanted to maximize our time there and i couldn't find i wanted like a jt miller skate t-shirt and they had oel and they had brock and and whatever and i or i can't remember if they had a demco i could find but i was torn between miller and demco and i just couldn't find one so i just i left it so i don't know it's either demco or miller i'm still torn but i feel like i need one of those things just to get back in the game just to have just to wear you know just to wear so that's that's my final thing so yeah, thanks everybody. PP1 Podcast, we're on the Dean Blundell Network. Make sure that, uh, obviously, you can check the replay on YouTube. We'll probably launch this a little bit later this week as well um, on uh, on a replay, so you can check out how fun this was. Like I said, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. I think that's just a like on Spotify. Just just like it. It's easy. Mm-hmm. It's easy. Apple Podcasts. Yeah, you we know could use drone. a like. We could use a like, absolutely. Uh, there's Google Music. There is... Uh, Classy DM me and Twitter there, bud. I'll share Tales of Bonzi. Oh, geez. Well, that's worth it right there. That's worth it right there. We got to have Bonzi somehow. I don't know how we'll make it happen. Maybe we'll talk about like uh, Awesome Matthew scoring his 50th or something. I don't know. So, um, yeah, check us out. This has been a lot of fun. Next week, uh, maybe we've got some crazy stuff to talk about. Who knows? On behalf of Ted Wong at TEE3, I'm Ryan. This is, as I said, the PowerPlay One podcast. Best boys in the land. Have a wonderful evening. Peace out. Peace. Hi, I'm Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app. Hey, it's Joel Williamson, host of That Nerd Dad podcast. Look, finding time for yourself is an important part of parenting. It allows us to be the best version of ourselves for our kids. So tune in every week to talk about parenting, pop culture, and politics. Whether you're an exhausted parent looking for a laugh or a stone teenager who clicked on this by mistake, this is the podcast for you. You can find me on Spotify, Apple, Google, the Dean Blundell Network, or at thatnerddad.ca.